Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and we're continuing our series on small business owners that are making a go of it. And our guest this week, well, she is making your hair a stronger extension of you. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Kendra Sandifer, the owner of Nappy Hair. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. For visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? I am Kendra Janelle Sandifer. I go by KJ sometimes, um, and I am the owner of Nappy Hair, and I help women live out their hair life fabulously. The reason we're talking with Kendra today is we happen to catch her on a photo shoot day that she's showing off her nappy hair products. And this is fantastic. And so if you're watching this on YouTube, it looks kind of weird from our usual kind of setup. Well, it's because we're here having a photo shoot. It's great stuff. So we've got all kinds of things in the backgrounds and lights and cameras and all kinds of wonderful, fantastic things. Now, I have to ask you, Kendra, have you always been in the hair extension business? Yes and no. Okay, how so? I was my first customer. Ah, okay. That's the yes and no. But formally, I've been selling hair extensions since July of 2011. Ah, so you've been doing it a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Why did you get into the hair extension business? I got into the hair extension business really by accident okay. solving a problem for myself so what was it not having high quality texture matching hair extensions human hair extensions really why was this a problem i don't really know why it was a problem <laughs> okay you just couldn't find it huh? i just couldn't find it yeah it didn't i i think ultimately it it was because people who were selling the hair extensions didn't have hair like mine. Um, I think that's what it ultimately was. Sure. And didn't really understand that women needed this product. Really, well, really anybody who has coily and tight curly hair mm -hmm. need hair extensions to match their hair in many different ways, many different varieties of how coily and curly hair um, operate. It seems to me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's this misconception out there that everybody's hair is long and straight. Correct. <laughs> so I can imagine how finding something that's coily and curvy can be a real challenge for people. Right. Especially when someone who's making the hair extensions does not have coily hair. Okay. Then they just do not know. They just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. How have you gone through and, and figured out how to, to find the right hair, the right extensions, the right coiliness that fits your market? It's just been trial and error, using the products, going to China several times, mm -hmm. um, and being taught what were the steps that the factories were doing for many, many years. So mm. what, was, what was the tried and true method of producing high quality hair? Right. And the only difference is then we need to add the texture to it that's appropriate for me and my customers. Just out of curiosity, 
How many trips to China was this? Um, I've only been able to take three due to the current situation that we have right now. Right. Um, but my, I was planning on being there January of 2020, but that just didn't happen. Little little COVID thing kind yeah, of came just screw things thing. up. Yeah. The soonest I can get there, I will be there. But I'm in I've been in communication with China every almost every day since July of 2011. How have your customers benefited from nappy hair? Because it's it's rather revolutionary. And Thank you. you didn't always start off in the nappy hair business. What were you doing before you saw this need and chose to fill it? Closely before I was a real estate agent. Okay. So I needed to look good. Right. My appearance was very important to me. Right. Uh, but I, my appearance has been very important to me since I was a young girl. Mm. Um, so it just translated into my, you know, what I thought would be a career of mine. Right. Um, I wanted to have my hair look good at all times. Right. It's not the most important, but it is a part of it. Right. Um, and so I wanted my hair to look good at all times. I didn't have a product that was fulfilling my needs. Mm. And now here you are 10 years later. <laughs> yes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can actually see Kendra wearing her product. Yes, absolutely. And describe for our audience about what you're wearing right now. I am wearing um, machine wefts. That is the technical term. Okay. Um, but a lot of people would know she's wearing a weave, a sew-in weave. That's where I braid my hair down mm -hmm. and I take um, a weft of hair. Right. And, and a weft of hair is as a piece or a group of hair? Is that yeah, it, a weft of hair is strands of hair that mm -hmm. have been grouped together okay. with a sewing machine and okay. there's thread at the top and okay. that's what keeps it together. So it's it's cross stitching, oh, double stitching. Okay. And then you, you weave that into your own hair? Yes. Yeah, so then I braid my hair down okay. and then I use needle and thread and literally just weave it sew it into your hair. A lot of times people say they have a weave in their head. Or, <laughs> no, you actually have it in your hair. Okay, all right, it's not permanently attached. Right, right, right. Sure. we don't sew through your scalp. No, <laughs> it's in your hair. And if visioneers want to see your product and learn more about nappy hair, how do they do that? I would say now, you to learn more, you would go on my Instagram or my YouTube channel. Although I have a website, nappyhair.com. Uh -huh. um, and on nappyhair.com, that's a place just for us to have a transaction, okay? Right. Sure. But to learn more about the product, you can go on my YouTube channel. You can find me at Nappy Hair. And then Instagram is at Nappy Hair with a K. K-N-A-P-P-Y-H-A-I-R. And if you enjoy a small business celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify and leave a comment and in fact when we come back we're going to talk about the thing that Kendra has done extraordinarily well which is build a community when we come right back did you know it's that time of the year again tis a season for holiday portraits family singles couples and even your pets five by sevens eight by tens and holiday cards with envelopes Book now and get 25% off all your additional orders of wall portraits and prints. Call 661-243-0931 or visit us at www.redcraneportraits.com. That's redcraneportraits.com.
We're here with Kendra Sandifer, the owner of Nappy Hair, and our visionary question comes from Dakota who asks, our business is growing, but I want to help my customers feel a sense of community. What are you doing that works? I think how I've been able to do that is through social media, being mm -hmm. uh, the face of my business. Mm -hmm. um, I started coming in front of the camera around 2019 more mm -hmm. um, and I started calling my customers community members. Ah, you gave them a name. Yes, I gave them a name. Sure. I started calling them the community. That's how I, you know, when I get on Instagram, I say, hey, what's up community? It's KJ from nappyhair.com. Right. So just by saying that, mm -hmm. Let's that's what that's what we're building. How have you been able to grow your community further from that? I think I've been able to grow just by sharing. Mm. Um, what kinds of things have you been sharing? <laughs> I am dedicated to sharing whatever I know about my hair. Ah, okay. Because I am what I call myself the founding member right. of the community. So. I'm just gonna let the community know everything that I know, everything that I could possibly know and learn about human hair, I'll share it. You know, one of the things I really enjoy about your reels on Instagram is, especially when you're sitting in, in the car and you've got the phone set up and you're mm -hmm. going through and you're going from one meeting to another, or one appointment, and you're sitting there talking about what's working and what hasn't working and tips and things like that. Yeah. This becomes very engaging for a lot of people on Instagram. What, first of all, why do you do it? And, and second of all, how did you learn to become so free and flexible and just straightforward like you do on Instagram? It's about sharing who you are mm. and that can be uncomfortable. How so? Um, because when you share who you are, especially in the world that we live in now, but I guess it's the world that we've always lived in, people have comments. Mm. And now you can read other people's comments and you don't know who they are. Mm. Well, and you don't have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. They don't have a relationship with you. So it's really quite funny how people comment and they don't know you, but that's, that's a part of social media. Right. Um, so once you just put out and say, hey, I'm just showing you what I'm doing. Right. The community gets to say if they like it or if they don't like it. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. But you haven't always been this confident. You, right. you know, you, you started in a much, much more, um, quiet place as it were than you are now yeah what what where were you when you first started the business and how have you grown well i think knowing what i know now um right. i didn't realize that people didn't know what i knew how so um i thought everyone had hair skills. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. For some of us, it's just a comb and a mirror, right? Right. I thought everyone had, but it's, you know, what is basic for me is not basic for someone else. Right. And I didn't know that. I grew up in a household with three sisters and my mom and my dad. Um, this was a norm for me. So when I came into the business, I came into the business with years of what I call compounding interest in terms of doing your hair. Okay. 
And I quickly realized that people didn't have that. Mm. And it kind of turned into a little bit of a pain point for me hmm. because I didn't know then how to communicate properly with the community. I thought they already knew this, mm. but no, they didn't. Right. One of the things that you've also learned is that you don't have to necessarily be who society paints you to be. Right. How have you, well, first of all, where were you and how did you learn to, to fight against that and become your own person? One, by not paying attention to what other people were doing. Mm. When I could see that what you're doing may not be long lasting. You know, mm. if you're doing something for the moment, that's right. just what that is. Right. And that could be with anything. And it also can be with your hair. Um, a lot of women in my community, they're, what they believe is a pain point mm -hmm. is that their hair is too coily or too nappy or mm. too whatever. So they're, they're taking that negative. And also right. there was, you know, there, there was and still is some societal stigmas when it comes to black hair. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, but you have to move on from that. <laughs> sure, sure. You have to take what it is uh -huh. and learn how to deal with your hair, who you are. Be genuine with who you are. Be genuine. Because it's not a bad thing. Like, nappy hair is not a bad thing. <laughs> right, right, sure. Um, it's just all what you do with it. Right. There's an old myth out there that being successful in Hollywood does great things for your business. Yes. But this was not necessarily the case for you, even though you've had, you've had some success in Hollywood. The reality of, of it is, is celebrities are people too. Right. And I think the misconception, what I didn't know, mm -hmm. is a celebrity has somebody to do their hair. Mm. And that's how they can become iconic for their beautiful hair. But nine times, on a t nine times out of ten, right. they are not doing their hair. Right, somebody so, else's. Someone else's. And you were able to get your product in there. Did that help grow your business is by that kind of a reputation? I think, you know, yes, there, there is a part of the Hollywood in terms of the hairstylist recognizing what is a good brand because that's what I like to, you know, professionals can tell when something is done well. Right. And so the Hollywood influence has come from the people behind the scenes being able to see, okay, what KJ is doing at Nappy Hair is, is what the community has needed. And Hollywood, Hollywood is a part of the community just as my, you know, any mother in Atlanta, mothers in Australia, all over, mothers in Denmark, um, who need their hair done too. Right. We're all, it, this, this is a global community. Did the success that you have in Hollywood, did it help grow your personal confidence or did that come from another place? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, yes, you know, you do feel good when your hair is, you know, featured um, 
in a whole movie. Right. You know, you, that does make you feel good that you were able to, you know, answer that call and deliver and have your community recognize, oh, I know that was nappy hair. Right. You know, that, that feels good. Um, and But I feel as much confidence from Hollywood as I do from my own self. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, sure. nappy hair makes me feel good about myself. And we'll be right back. The reason we're here talking with Kendra Sanderford, the owner of Nappy Hair, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. And that visioneer reached out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and more specifically, Instagram. So if you've got a thought, you've got an idea, something you'd like to learn about, go ahead and reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know. We value your comments, we value your thoughts. So I look forward to your direct message today. We're here with Kendra Sandifer, the owner of Nappy Hair, and our visionary question comes from Noah who asks, I'm a single parent trying to raise my son and run a business at the same time. There are times when both are too much. What are you doing when you get too stressed out? Well now what I do is I try to work out. That helps with the stress level. Um, and I think one thing that also can help with the stress level is you just have to remain focus and understand that these the day-to-day -day tasks are just a part of they're just a part of your your business journey you mm. and and they're just going to increase over time mm. have you developed a system or a method some kind some people call it madness of being able to sit there and juggle and discern okay i need to shut the business down and focus on my family have you been able to figure out how to where that line is and how to make that work yes i think it's better now you know in the beginning sometimes you are business 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 because you're you're focusing on that you're trying you you're at the stage of you you're planting you're cultivating mm -hmm. and you've yet to see a harvest um so yes that that is that is a stage in business how have you learned to make that balance i'm really starting to see where balance is and you and that's 10 years in um you you have to turn it on and you have to turn it off you have to just say i'm mm -hmm. off not doing this right now right you just have you have to set that boundary and go through and schedule this is the weekend we're going to disneyland doesn't matter what i'm doing right and i'm not going to respond to the text or the email i'm not going to turn it off because it will drive you crazy wait you mean you actually turn off your phone i don't turn off my phone but i just don't <laughs> respond <laughs> i just won't respond sure one of the things that you mentioned uh, off camera that you enjoy doing is gardening yeah and you've done a, a fair amount of new gardening around here what enjoyment do you get out of cultivating your garden well i think a garden, actually my dad was all, and still is, is into, um, you know, his garden. It, right. It's something that you have that you can nurture and you can see um, what happens when you plant something and water it and tend to it. It's like a business. It, it's, honestly, it's even like, I mean, I'm a mom, so you, newborn baby is 
is a seed. It grows up. It matures. So it's the the garden is very reflective of my business. Um, it has to be manicured. It has to be perfected. And so it, it's fun. And it blooms. And it blooms. Success. Yes. Especially when you get all the, 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 the nutrients and the watering and get everything just right and the exactly. weather's just right. You've been doing this business for 10 years. Yeah. And you know, having been in the entertainment industry for 20 plus years myself, I know it's not necessarily the easiest industry in the world. How, but there's this perception, though, that business is just easy. Right. Is it? You know, I think anything can be easy once it's been perfected. If I go back to my garden mm -hmm. uh, or my front yard where I'm looking, I guess I can call it my front garden. Sure, sure. Right. My front garden. It takes time mm. for my grass to be green. It, that takes time for that. It doesn't happen like that with mm. the snap of the finger. That's a miracle. Right, sure. Right. <laughs> and although we would all love a miracle, right, you know. Right. Um, but it just does not it just doesn't exist like that. Mm. I guess can I tell you like what happened today? Sure. Fair. So um I'm in preparation for doing this shoot and I get a call from a hairstylist who needs hair for an award show coming up on Saturday. Right. Well um, and this is national award show, you know, everyone knows who this woman, my community who know, would know who this woman is, um, and who the hairstylist is. And that did not, ha I didn't get a call like that 10 years ago. Right. No one knew who I was. Right. So with nappy hair, it's just like my front yard. It, there was a seed. Mm -hmm. It had to be planted. It had to be watered, cultivated, nurtured, and then you saw the fruit. So it's a process of going through and planting the seed of letting people know you do exist and yes. what you're able to do and how it applies. And then most importantly, backing it up. Backing it up, right. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? That's a really good question. And I think it's a part of the community is because I no longer want to look at my business as a business. Mm. I don't want to look at it that there's a separation, that there's KJ and there's just my customers. No, these are women and men just like me. These are individuals who need this product just like I need the product. Right. So that's what, thinking about the community as I call it, if I'm going to call it that, then I too have to back it up in my actions. So it's the, it's the selflessness of business um, and what I call a mutual beneficial relationship. It sure. is if I wake up in the morning, brides all over the world are going to have beautiful hair for their wedding day, just as I want that for mine. Right. You know, so, um, it, the, the community makes me wake up every morning and want to open my business, not wake up every morning, <laughs> but want to open my business. Sure, sure. And if Visioneers, if Visioneer Nation wants to learn how to become a member of the Nappy Hair community, how do they do that? 
They can go to nappyhair.com mm -hmm. or send me an email. Okay, and what's your email address? Info at krshairgroup.com. Very good. And if they want to follow you on Instagram, how do they find you? They find me at nappy hair with a K. With a K. Could you spell nappy hair for those listening on this program? <laughs> okay, K-N-A-P-P-Y-H-A-I-R. Very good. Well, Kendra, this has been a privilege. Thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Did you know it's that time of the year again? Tis the season for holiday portraits. Family, singles, couples, and even your pets. 5x7s, 8x10s, and holiday cards with envelopes. Book now and get 25% off all your additional orders of wall portraits and prints. Call 661-243-0931 or visit us at www.redcraneportraits.com. That's redcraneportraits.com. The opportunity to catch the ball. If you've been a long-time visionary here on Small Business Celebration, you probably know that I'm a big Minnesota Vikings football fan. And to be a Minnesota Vikings fan this season, yeah, it's not been easy because we've had a quarterback that has been wanting to protect his quarterback rating and has wanted to make the safe pass, the safe throw. And we've also had an offensive coordinator that has been new, kind of, and he's also been incredibly conservative when it comes to distributing the ball and making aggressive plays. And it really has affected the performance of the team this season until this past weekend when Tamil and I went and saw our Minnesota Vikings play the Los Angeles Chargers in LA. And this particular game was different. This particular game, the season was kind of on the line. And for the first time all season, our quarterback threw the ball aggressively. He threaded the needle as it were. He passed the ball to the receivers that could get the opportunity to catch the ball. And yeah, they did miss a couple times, but they caught it enough to make a difference and win the game. We as business owners, we're coming out of COVID right now, and this is not the time to shirk. You are the quarterback for your team. With any luck, you have a person or two or three who's actually a probably better than average receiver. But maybe you've been a little too timid on wanting to throw the ball aggressively to them. Perhaps, it's time to make a change. Perhaps it's time to throw the ball to them. Yeah, they're probably going to miss and drop the ball a couple times, but maybe you give them the opportunity and they start catching it. And in the process, help you and your business win the game. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation this week with Kendra Sandifer, and I hope you learned something that you can use to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week. 
thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.